This episode of Standard Orbit is brought to you by Audible.com, offering more than 180,000 titles for smartphone, tablet, and desktop. To get a free audiobook of your choice and help Trek FM at the same time, visit audibletrial.com slash trekfm. And also by Enterprise in Space, an international program for the nonprofit National Space Society. Find out how you can help science and education and become a virtual crew member aboard the NSS Enterprise Orbiter by visiting enterpriseinspace.org. Want to join the conversation and share your thoughts on this episode? Join the Babel Conference, our listeners group on Facebook. Just type B-A-B-E-L into the Facebook search field. We look forward to seeing you there. This is Cliff Eidelman, composer for Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, and you are listening to Standard Orbit on Trek FM. Risk is our business. It's like nothing we've dealt with before. My golly, Jim, I'm beginning to think I can cure a rainy day. I can't change the laws of physics. Now in standard orbit, sir. Welcome, everyone, to Standard Orbit, Trek FM's dedicated podcast that covers the original and new cast of Captain Kirk and the Enterprise. I am Ken Tripp. And I am Zach Moore, and the original series is well known for its flowery, cultured, and sometimes, dare I say, pretentious episode titles. So we thought it would be fun to do a rundown of the first season's episode titles and reimagine them if they were titled in the height of the, quote, Berman era of Star Trek, when the music was wallpaper <laughs> and the titles were, too. You know the ones. The Void, The Shoot, The Catwalk, The Shipment, etc. So... <laughs> you guys know you guys know what we're saying here. So before we jump into it though, Ken, do you have do you have a favorite title, an episode title of TOS's first season? Yes, I do. Uh, the Conscience of the King, and um, and I always love that title. Uh, I know it's Shakespearean. I get it, but the um, the episode I thought is one of those um, those episodes a lot of people don't talk about often. But I, I it just you know when things really hit right on the head sometimes and it's still clever that was um i thought that was that was a very very clever name and i don't know it's just always kind of rung uh very solid with me how about you you know before i say mine i will say that episode uh when i was a little kid i had the trading cards Mm -hmm. for the 25th anniversary and i I never but i never seen that episode and i never heard it said out loud uh, because i wasn't reading shakespeare yet when i was you know six years old uh, so I, I mm-hmm. always thought because so there was a, there was a cards for characters, actors, episodes. So I had that card, and I always thought it was the conscience of the king, because you know I hadn't. Yeah. <laughs> and then I finally see it. Uh, but anyway, all that to say, uh, my <laughs> favorite episode title. This is so I know, guys. It's so like, of course it is, right? I'm gonna say the city on the edge of forever, just because of the okay. the picture that paints for you in your mind. You're like, what is that, right? And because yeah. in the original script it was like, oh yeah. It's like the city is on the edge of forever, right? But because they changed yeah. it and you go to the episode, you, you don't... Like, I've heard many fans' interpretations. Oh, well, yeah, it's New York. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's not New York. It's a, it's the planet that they... You know, it's the guardian of forever city. So it's, it's like, vague, right. but it's, like... It, it's very Holler and Ellison-esque, too, because, you know, all his short stories, like, I have no mouth, but I must scream, and all these kind of sci-fi stories that he would title. So it, it really is in the vein of that. But uh, So that's my favorite. So I think, I think we both picked some good heavy hitters there, Ken. 
Yeah, yeah, that that's that is a great one, and it's original, right? So yes. that's a, that's another thing. But it, yeah, I mean, the um, I thought the creativity on this show uh, was was amazing, and and their titles along with it. Most of the time, uh, it's it's not very common to see um, a lot of episodic television with, I think, very creative titles. You know, especially some that um, parallel, but not but may not be spot on. You know, and uh, so, it, you know, it's it's uh, this is an original. one. I do have to say something. I, I ask you a question when you said that the music was wallpaper. Now, I know Brandon Shea Motala is probably sending you a note right at this <laughs> instant. But what did you mean by the music was wallpaper and the titles were, too? I get the titles, but what about the music? Well, after Ron Jones got fired from The Next Generation, there was a definite, you know, change mm-hmm. in the style. Like Dennis McCartney, don't get me wrong. He was a great composer as well. Uh, but he kind of fell more in line when Rick Berman like didn't want the music to stand out. I, I think that's even the term they used. They wanted the music to be wallpaper. They didn't want it to, to, to stand out from the rest of the uh, rest of the episode. Oh. So uh, you, you, you listen to early scores of Next Generation. You think about like a Best of Both Worlds and you know episode scores mm-hmm. like that. You know it's very memorable. You know you have, you have chorus in there sometimes. You know then you think about and I, you know obviously I love Deep Space Nine, but and they have they have some great use of music there. Uh, Dennis McCartney, but at the same time, like it, there was a lot of background music was just interchangeable background music, and it especially gets that way all the way down to, you know, Enterprise. I, I think where there's not even a real. I mean, they don't even really use the real theme in the in the, in the opening credits. You know, it's not their fault, but uh, I I just think mm-hmm. there was like the like honestly, my favorite episode score from the original. Uh, I'm sorry, from the Next Generation is Code of Honor, right? Because it's the Fred Steiner score. It's the only score he ever did. For next gen and he was obviously right. a original series composer and it sounds just like if they made an original series episode in you know 1987 uh it would sound just like <laughs> you hear the fanfare a lot you hear those kinds of things like there was a recurring theme of the picard theme uh that was going to be the original next gen theme but they uh they kind of decided that to, to phase that out like i remember like ron jones talking about like they get in trouble if there was a recurring theme you know, it's like, what are you talking about? That's crazy. Like motifs and, and musical uh, themes for characters and situations like like that. That's what music is all about, especially in continuing series. So it was just just a very bizarre choice. I think, you know, in retrospect, you know, I think I think we all, us as fans have been kind of rough on Rick Berman, you know, because you, you, you kind of you kind of you really do respect what he did with the franchise, you know, uh, guiding it the way he did for so long. Uh, but there's still some things that maybe scratch my head in his, in his choice to to really tone down the the character of the music, as it were, uh, really is still, still bothers me. So, yeah, you know, it's funny you say that because, uh, when you talk about Ron, I'm sorry, Rick Berman, or you talk about Gene Roddenberry, a lot of times I always think about that, that line in the dark night where the hero becomes the villain, Mm. you you wait long enough. And, um, that happens so often. Uh, it really does. It's, it's amazing to me how, um, how fans and people can turn. I mean, Berman was, was put in put in charge of a large franchise, and he did a heck of a job in what he was supposed to do, which was expand it, um, and and all of that. So I, I know there's a lot of criticisms and things, but it is true. It really is that sometimes the further you get away from something, it's either gonna go, you know, you, you look at them as if they were almost demigods to uh, uber villains. It's <laughs> a, it's a bizarre thing, fandom. Well, let's get into the titles. Here again. And I decided to go down, you know, just the first season. We, we don't need to go down all 79 episodes, but there are 29 episodes 
in Star Trek's first season. Now, that's that's how you do it, right? That's n- none of this none of this fifteen episodes every year and a half, right? We're talking twenty nine episodes in one season. That television. I knew you were gonna get a dig in, dude. I knew you were gonna <laughs> get to know myself, but because we're all thinking it, but Zach's gonna say it. <laughs> uh, so, and uh, you know, I'm a production order kind of guy. So that's what we'll be using. We'll be going yeah. down the episodes in production order. But I have a question for you. Does the cage count in this? Because it was actually titled The Menagerie first before that title was repurposed mm-hmm. for the two-parter that incorporated the cage into it yeah. later in the season, The Menagerie. So do we count the cage? No. All right. No. I think that's. I think it's, I think its title is Berman-esque anyway. <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing too. <laughs> but it, but I do love that there's that there. He says when he's talking to the Talosian there, he's like, "This is some kind of menagerie, a cage." Like he says both titles of the episode in that one conversation. I love that scene. I'm just glad we don't pull phrases out of our podcast and just make them titles because that would be so similar. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's where Trek FM gets it from. From the very first Star Trek episode, they said, all right, what can we use? Who said something we can title this with? You did a show about what? How can I find it? I really don't have any idea how you can find it. All right, well, getting into it here, uh, we have episode one, Where No Man Has Gone Before. And this was obviously lifted from the Space the Final Frontier opening monologue. Uh, and a, a perfect yep. title for the beginning of this franchise and the series. So, so Ken, if you had to Bermanize this episode title, what would you call it? The Barrier? You know, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. It's, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how many times we... <laughs> We have the same title for these because we're on the same way. Well, it's a good thing that we're going to alternate each one, right? So um, we don't step on each other too much. But yes. yeah, that to me just makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the barrier. That, that's I can totally see you know some Voyager episode, you know, where they they go up to something. Oh, it's the barrier, Captain, and that's what it would be. Well, that would be that would be two words. Well, it doesn't have to be one word episode title. <laughs> All right, <laughs> no, yeah. Voyager. I thought that was what they were famous for. Night one. <laughs> yes scorpion i'm sorry anyway actually they do have more than one word when they do scorpion part two there it is (laughs) sorry all right so the corbinite maneuver episode two i I thought about this for a while and i was gonna say the cube because they run into that cube you were yeah so what do you think of that that's a good one. I was going to say the bluff. Okay. That mm-hmm. I like yours better. Well, okay. I'm not competing with you, Decker. <laughs> Stop <laughs> competing with me, Decker. <laughs> but I, I, the, the bluff is better. See, the cube is only like in the first third of the episode, but I think it is one of the. This is one of those iconic Star Trek, you know, things. You know, the, the multicolored rotating cube. Like it was on screensavers back in the yeah. day and everybody knows that that cube uh, but i like i like the bluff better i think the bluff is more appropriate so 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 could be the bluff the buoy there was a lot of things that um you could pull from that there were a lot but, of uh, objects the, you, know, you could have pulled there were a lot of a lot of objects in there you know so yeah interesting one but that that's uh, i i don't I don't discount the cube because it would fit. I, that, I'm trying to think where Berman would go between the two. Who knows? Who knows? Indeed. So who knows? Then episode three, Mud's women. Ken, what would you call Mud's women? 
That is a much more difficult one. Um, and I was thinking along the line, like, um, like slave trade or something along those lines. I, I didn't have an easy one for that. What about you? This one came to me almost immediately. I thought cargo. Cargo. Because when they beam them aboard, he's like, oh, these are my cargo. And I'm like, oh, okay. Because is this your crew? And he's like, no, it's my cargo. And the women are his cargo. So that's where my mind went. went. Okay. that I mean, that's a good fit. It really is. Because I, I, I struggled with that one. Uh, especially with, um, you know, it's, with, what's happening today with the focus on um, sex trafficking, things along those lines. Uh, you know, even though I... I don't know if that quite hits the definition if you're doing it willingly, but it was close. You know? I guess it was more yeah. about the better analogy would be mail order brides, I guess. That would be right. Yeah. Or you know, the other thing that could have been because of the the um, the drugs that they took, you know, the mirage. Oh, yeah, the Venus pill. That would have been a good yeah. title too. But uh, let's let's go with cargo. <laughs> okay, we'll go with cargo. We're done. <laughs> So, episode four, The Enemy Within. And mm-hmm. you know, it's like part of me wants to say, like, part of me just gravitates towards I'm Captain Kirk, right? Like, if, if The Enemy mm-hmm. Within was a was a podcast of Trek FM and we had to find a title, it would obviously be called I'm Captain Kirk. But that's that's not what we're going to do. Um, I, I would, you know, there there is a, I'm going to kind of cheat here, but there's an original series okay. novel, which is a sequel to what are little girls made of, and it's called Double Double. It's about a Kirk duplicate android, mm-hmm. and I really liked that. So I'm gonna say the enemy within my title for it would be Double Double, because I could see that Double into, Double because because that's almost it, it's almost his one word, just one word twice. So <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> so what about okay. you, Ken? I I was thinking along the lines of dueling captains. Um, and it would be a yeah and, and i know it's not a great fit because we're not talking about two different captains but that would be the trick mm. you know uh, the enemy within is a beautiful title right i mean that's that's a tough one that's a, um, that a real tough one i think it's a real tough because it's perfectly yeah perfectly well uh, named it's you know you so when we're trying to come up with something almost that would be less creative which is what our goal um, <laughs> less creative is the goal Less creative is the goal, right? That's what it was. So we're trying to think of where, where this could go. And, and that's that's how I came up with what I did. Just It would throw you off, but in a sense, it's true. Dueling captains. Mm, okay. I think, you know, let's go with yours because yours is original. And mine was just copying a book title that I... <laughs> that we're I not read. competing, remember? <laughs> oh, oh, we are. Oh, we are. Oh, we are. Because we are oh. gonna, we're going to read this down at the end. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read everyone our season one of TOS with these new titles at the end. So we have to decide which one is better, much like in the enemy within, but we're stronger together. Just like in that episode, I'm trying to tie it all together. So. <laughs> I don't need you. So dueling captains it is. I, I, I like the I misleading like there. Yeah. Uh, so then episode five, the man okay. trap. The mantra. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I, um, I was I was thinking something very like one word you know salt, <laughs> salt Just like the movie salt. Now maybe it could be an acronym. <laughs> Surviving against something something I don't know but anyway that's oh, like... I I really like that kid I I really like salt uh, I I thought 
<laughs> I, I actually, uh, again, I, I'm kind of cheating here, but not really because I don't know if that's really my answer. But the original title for this was the Unreal McCoy, which is oh yeah, that's right, yeah. And I think yeah. I'm going to just go with that one as mine uh, because it's kind of referencing the scene where McCoy's being you know being impersonated by the creature, uh, which which kind of it's kind of odd. Like I, I think that would stick out like in a, like in a comedy episode or something, but not in a serious episode. A title like that is, is kind of weird. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I like, I like your salt because it really is. It all comes down to salt. So um, let's, let's, let's go with yours. Let's go with salt starring Angelina Jolie as Nancy. Yeah, it, it is a, it is a uh, title that we've stolen here, but okay. So episode six, the naked time. Which again is a dun, dun, very dun. poetic title, and uh, it's like how do mm-hmm. we how do we simplify this? And uh, I'm, you know, you start thinking forward, and 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 there've been so many Star Trek titles in the future, and I think this might happen a couple times in here. Something that I think is is kind of really appropriate for a past episode that ended up titling something in the future. I'm gonna call this one Contagion. Stealing Ooh. from the stealing from the second season of Next Generation, a really good episode, by the way. Uh, but I'm gonna call this one Contagion. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's you win <laughs> because because my mine is going to be very simple, but it it's one thing that set it all off: the scratch. The scratch. <laughs> the scratch. Yeah, my, you could say the itch or the scratch, but one created the other, and that's why I was like the scratch because if he didn't do that stupid thing, if he didn't scratch his nose, nothing would have happened. I, I I like that kid. Uh, the the itch or the scratch. I, I obviously we're gonna go with mine because it's better. But, obviously yes. But of the two, I like the itch better than the scratch. The itch just the itch. the itch sounds more dignified than the scratch. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. But we're going with anyway, contagion. That's, so <laughs> because we're going with contagion. <laughs> so Charlie X, episode seven. Cam, what do you got? Uh, this is, this is bad, but all I could come up with was, um, behave. Behave. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can use more than one word in the title. I'm, not... I'm going, I'm going the whole Voyager route. Here, okay. But... Good, good, good. Okay. This, this is good. I, I like this. Oh. Well, it's hot, it meant you, but we're taking two letters and we're simplifying. So that's all I came up mm-hmm. with. Can you do it with an Austin Powers voice, by the way? Well, do what? Ooh, behave. No, behave. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> Both of those terrible Austin Powers. I know. Um, for me, I, yes, yes. I was trying to think about, like, what, what is this episode really about? And it's about, like, um, a teenager, right? So I would mm-hmm. call it I – had, I had a lot of problems with them, too. <laughs> Because I really can't, really couldn't think of a good one to be okay. honest with you. Uh, but I would say, growing pains, based off a of sitcom from the nineteen. I keep borrowing yeah. other things, <laughs> but I think it works. But that's okay. That's okay. I think it fits. I think you win. Yeah. Charlie like X it. was always a very kind of extreme title. I think you know he wasn't. He wasn't really a villain. He was just misunderstood. So anyway. Mm-hmm. So, balance of terror, okay. kid. I like it. How, how, how are we gonna? Mm-hmm. This is this is one is of it these. My turn to go first. I, I've I've lost track to be honest, so I'm gonna ask you now. Uh, so, episode eight, balance okay. of terror. I'm ready. 
this is one of these classic poetic Star Trek titles. How are you going to ruin it, Ken? Well, I wouldn't ruin it, but I, I, the only thing I could, I, I just switched the two words out and came up with brink of war. Brink of war. Okay. That's good. I, 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 mine was the cloak because this was the first episode uh, that a cloak, cloak device appeared. Yes. So this, this, yes. this is one where yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, like I like them both. So what do you think, Ken? Which one should we go with? <laughs> Uh, well, I think all I, because, uh, you know, I, I just switched out a couple of terms here to, it's almost a mirror. Yours goes in a direction that um, is foundational, I think, with Star Trek. Mm -hmm. So people would remember, I mean, everybody remembers Balance of Terror. It's a great name. Brink of War would be exciting, but the cloak would be, hey, you know, just like our, our podcast episodes. What was that episode where the ship disappeared? We'd be able to find it very quickly. <laughs> All right, well then, so we're going with the cloak, but I really do like Brink of War. So you went, you went with the uh, the Star Wars okay. school of tiling things, can we just kind of something of something, <laughs> just switch them out. So yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we could do a whole episode on that too, I suppose. But indeed, yeah. If we were to put Star Wars titles to Star Trek. That would be a fun episode. <laughs> maybe season two will go in that direction. Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> so uh, the next one, what are little girls made of? One of my favorite episodes. One of the most confusing episode titles. So I really have I really have no problem uh, retitling mm -hmm. uh, these episodes. Uh, but again, right. again, it's about duplicates and that kind of thing. So uh, mm -hmm. I, I would I would call this one the old ones. Because that is a phrase they've used in the episodes. They're the ones that created the technology. That's where my mind went. It doesn't apply to like the whole episode per se, but neither does nope. the title on the episode itself. So, Ken, I'm, I'm interested to see what you got because because it was hard for me to retitle oh. this one. Oh, for me, it's I thought it was pretty simple. Cloning around. Cloning around. Ken, are you not taking this seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Although, uh, although, all right. I mean, well, we could we could go, you know. Um, no, 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 no. They were the clones, they were going to you know? see. I'm cool with that because they were going to title the Man Trap the Unreal McCoy. I mean, they were going to title to the mm -hmm. point where in the in the James Blish novelizations of the episodes, I believe it's still called that because they published they published those before you know the episodes came out and stuff, and he based it on original scripts uh, mm -hmm. that were that, you know, the, the scripts he received were were before the shooting scripts, I should say. So cloning gotcha. cloning around it is. Send in the clones. So. Oh, send in the clones. I mean, we could play with this all day long, but yeah, it's either one. All right, cloning around it is, Ken. Okay. Um, episode 10. All right. You got to go first. With, yeah, this one you go first. Yeah, this one I'll go first. I'm struggling. Okay, Dag Dagger of the Mind. Uh, I'm going to call this one The Meld because this is the first episode where we're introduced to the Mind Meld, and Spock talks about how serious it is, and it's, you know, it's, 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 a very, very intense, intimate life threatening in some cases if the patient is mentally unstable. They, 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 they put so much emphasis on the meld here uh, that Spock kind of disregards in the future when he's mind melding with like everything, you know, robots mm -hmm. and aliens and all kinds of people to get information. Uh, now, yet there is a Voyager episode called Meld, but. There's also a Voyager episode called Blink of an Eye, and there's a TOS episode called Wink of an Eye, so I see no problem with that copy and paste. No, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I was 
I was thinking like um, taking man trap and making it like brain trap or mind trap, something along those Ooh, lines. Ooh, the mind trap. The mind trap. Mm. I like that one better. And it's more original than mine. So. Well, I'm, I was really struggling with it. So I, I, I needed to hear where you were going <laughs> to kind of come up with something, to be honest with you. So. I, I think it applies. That's all. I mean, we, we were, again, we're taking these great Shakespearean titles. Just making them as simple as possible. But I, I like the mind trap. Well, let's go with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the next episode right. is Miri, episode 11. And by the way, The Cage is episode zero by this count. So I know everyone out there was like, that's actually episode 12. I'm right there with you guys. But we're counting The Cage as zero because we didn't count it in the proper season or the season proper. So, Kin, Miri, what you got? I... um. I was I was going back and forth on on this one, but all I could come up with was uh, innocent victims. Innocent victims, uh, you know, an, an accurate title for the for the mm. children we encounter in this episode. See, I was thinking Earth Two because this is the first time we see an alternate Earth, and I feel like that might be something they they would have titled it to just keep it simple. What do you think of Earth Two? I like Earth too. Also a TV series. Yeah, I, um, I'm just. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't know if you were gonna know about that one. You got me again. I'm just borrowing the other things I know. <laughs> I get I get Earth two. Clancy in, Brown, right? Uh, yeah, I, you know I'm not sure because I get Earth two. Yeah. And Space Above and Beyond confused mm-hmm. all the time because they came out at the same time. They were kind of the same show. It was that post TNG. Let's everybody make a sci-fi show. And I don't know which was which, but yes, yeah. Earth two. So there was a guy who had like a. He he was he had an exoskeleton. He looked like a skeleton. That's the thing I remember most about. It. Or, or that might have been Space Above and Beyond. I don't know, but yeah, Earth Two. So I think that was Space Above and Beyond. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> okay. So we're going with Earth Two. We're going with Earth Two. Okay, fair enough. So episode twelve, the conscience of the king. I actually think this one's pretty good. Uh, I'll, mm-hmm. although I don't see here we go This you said this was your favorite episode title so the, the heavy stakes here Ken, so we gotta take this one seriously uh, I, I'm gonna yeah. call this one final act ooh you win okay you win because I you said take it seriously and, and I mean honestly all I could come up with was Wrath of Kirk and <laughs> I wasn't really trying to be that silly but I, I just I, I was trying to think of how do you how do you flip it right where where we focus on you know that whole um, idea of vengeance you know and um, that's uh, anyway that's yeah you, you win by by like a, a thousand light years good I, I was very proud of that you, one actually uh, some some of these I'm very proud of and I didn't copy for final some act years, is so. <laughs> perfect yes it's, because it's just it's, it's a stage play you guys you get it and it's still kind of Shakespearean <sighs> so that's what I got. Yep, no, you were right on the nose. I like it. All righty. So episode 13, the Galileo 7. A takeoff mm-hmm. on the Magnificent 7, I assume. Uh, Ken, what do you got Maybe. for this one? I had marooned. Mm. That's good. Yeah, um, yeah very simple uh, and you know, tells that story. So, uh, <laughs> I had Little Shuttle Lost. Little Shuttle Lost. Because there's a... Uh, there's what is that? Well, there, there's a Richard yeah. Matheson short story uh, who actually wrote The Enemy Within, by the way. Uh, he's a famous Twilight okay. Zone writer. He writes a lot of short stories, and he also uh, wrote a lot of episodes of The Twilight Zone. He's my favorite Twilight Zone writer. 
And he had an episode called Little Girl Lost. So that's kind of where my mind was. Uh, also, One Little mm-hmm. Ship from Deep Space Nine with a runabout. So the, I'm, these are my thoughts. These are the things going around in my head here. And that's why I came up with Little Show to Lost. But I liked, I like Marooned uh better again so let, let's let's go with yours because because i think that really focuses on like hey they're they're stuck on this terrible planet so i like it Mm-hmm. okay good i'm glad you like it <laughs> all right i have no idea who's winning by the way but i'm having you a know good i'm not i'm this. actually not keeping score i'm just keeping t- i'm just typing in who's was who so we're not we're not competing mm-hmm. we're collaborating that's because, i like that yes because you might have more experience but i know that the phasers run through the warp drive so <laughs> yes, you definitely know, and um, you saved the ship. I'm aware of that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what we got? Episode 14, Court Martial. Um, mm-hmm. You know that that's a very appropriate title. Like that that that's one of those titles we talked about. Like, yeah, I think that would be <laughs> that would be a title. Like, I, I really can't think of a more appropriate title. So, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say Court Martial. I'm gonna say stick with it. Did you come up with an alternate title for these guys? For this episode, yeah, because you told me to, so I, I came up with the accused. The accused, okay, yeah, yeah, hmm. but it's it's an alternate title. It's as close as I could get. Um, that's, but you're right. Court martial says it all, and um, you know, it started in Star Trek, and especially in TNG. You know, um, court martials, courts of law, inquiries, all that stuff that became kind of common. Hmm. That or. Uh eject pod or jet, jettison pod right is that that's the button on his chair jettison pod yep <laughs> you could call it jettison, jettison pod <laughs> yes 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 uh no let's 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 go with yours though uh because let's let's keep as you said the goal is to come up with an alternate title um but mm-hmm. the, but of all the titles we've gone through so far i honestly think court martial is the most you know berman era title yet uh, of these episodes but let, let's go with the accused i like that Okay. Yeah, I think I, I think that works, right? So next we have speaking of maybe we can call this one court martial. The menagerie parts one and two. <laughs> because that that's the thing. People when you when you talk about production versus broadcast order of the original series, they're like, Well, broadcast order actually does help a lot in some areas. Uh, because at the beginning of the show, it's all out of place. More No Man has gone before third. You got Uhura wearing gold in a couple episodes and red before and after that. This is another instance of that. Uh, but but on the production order side, because in Court Martial, they go to Starbase 11, and there's Commodore Stone, and Kirk has a Court Martial. And then the next mm-hmm. episode in the production list, uh, they go to Starbase 11, and it's Commodore Mendez, and Spock has a Court Martial. So uh, some of that might be because they were like late on scripts and all that, and they're like, what did we just do? Let's just do that again. I don't know. But this is one of the rare cases where I think broadcast order is preferable to uh, production order. But we got they got the menagerie here. Uh, Ken, what did you mm-hmm. come up with as an alternate title? Mutiny. Oh, that's good. Um, that's good. I, I think you know what we're gonna have to debate this one because I think we both have really good titles. If I do say so myself, mine okay. is Return to Talos. Return to Talos. Mm-hmm. Is that Bermany? Mm, I, I, mm, yeah, I, I think you got the edge there. I think it is a little too, <laughs> a little too original series esque, right? It's a little too good. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yours is better, so you lose. <laughs> That's good, though. Um, and, and I like in um, I like in um, what is it, the Tholian Web? I believe when they when they when they beam over mm-hmm. to the to the uh, Defiant, 
And Chekhov's like, has there ever been a mutiny on a starship before? And Spock's like, no record whatsoever, Ensign. I'm like, well, Spock, didn't you commit mutiny like two years ago on the Enterprise? But I guess all those those charges were dropped, as they say. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good right. Tale. It's like that old, that age old question, right? <laughs> Have you ever been convicted? Hmm. Not convicted. (laughs) 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 All right. So uh, episode 16, because uh, the Menagerie counts as one episode sometimes and two episodes other times. I remember I had this 30th anniversary Star Trek magazine. It was so cool. I had every episode ever up to that point in it. And the Menagerie was uh, uh, 16A and 16B. I remember that on the the checklist they had of all the episodes. So um, anyway, on the list we have here, Shore leave is episode 16. Uh, and mm-hmm. again, I go, I, I, I point to court martial and I say, this is short leave is exactly the kind of title we would have gotten on Voyager or something. If they, if they took shore leave. Right. Uh, but this being the first, right. but, but you know, this has the advantage of being the first time they did these things. The first time they had a court martial, the first time they went on shore leave. So to me, I'm just going to, I'm going to stick with shore leave. Uh, but Kim, what have you got? You can't keep doing that to me, man. You gotta, you gotta come up with something, <laughs> you know. But um, no, I, I had the illusion, um, something along those lines. I, I, it was funny too because um, the other thing I was thinking about, and it's, 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 got, it's, it, it applies too much to a further episode down the line. So I, you're right, sure leave is perfect, but that, that is the only thing I could think of was, was the illusion because that, that's all it was, um, you know. Um, or or or, or illusions, illusions. I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah. Because it like makes that. me think of the Voyager episode with Barkley projections, which I really like. By wait the way. a minute, I got it. I got oh, it. He's got it. He's got it, guys. He's got it. Yeah, you ready for this? I'm ready. The Hollow Planet. The Hollow Planet. Yeah, because it's all holograms, right? It, no, no, it's not holograms. The hollow system, but I it think wasn't, it, well, sort of, kind of. But I think it is actually. When you say that, I think it is a hollow planet because it's not let stuff come out of like underneath the planet, like sort of the. Computer. Well, now we're talking hollow versus hollow. Um, ho- but yeah, hollow with a W, <laughs> as opposed to yes, hollow. Uh, but yes. that kind of gives away the ending. So, um, okay. So this is a team effort. We've we've discussed it. We've honed it down. Let's go with illusions. What do you think of that? I think that's a good compromise. I think that works because there's more than mm-hmm. one illusion so it's pearl so mm-hmm. all right episode 17 the squire of gothos came what have you got i had um trapped in time okay Ref- referencing sulu and kirk getting frozen at the beginning of the episode more the uh looking at planet earth through the microscope and being 800 years <laughs> the telescope oh, excuse okay. me 800 years in the future okay you, you know it, it, it the um the, the reflection of the stars and and you know a godlike being not being able to figure that anyway he was looking into the past but that that's i just felt that the squire was kind of trapped in his own time but that's that's it there's it's not very clever okay what i got is a title of a movie franchise, which actually is, is just has a remake, uh, Child's Play. So Ooh, that does kind of give yeah. away the end, but I think it works because you because you realize what it means at the end. So that's mm-hmm. my suggestion. What do you think? I like it. I like it a lot. That works. It, it would be uh, it, would, it would definitely be one of those episodes that in retrospect, like if it had been called that, and then those Child's Play movies come out, you know, twenty five years later, it's like ooh. Now. Kind of a weird, a weird connotation. Uh, mur- murderous doll uh, 
franchise now tied to this episode. So, mm-hmm. but that's not the episode's fault. I like it. So, <laughs> no, no, it it it, it isn't at all. Um, but that, that's that's good. That works. Yeah. I like that child's play. I, that that that's so appropriate. Thank you, Ken. So the next episode, no Arena. Mm. Now, now, <laughs> the uh, episode of Voyager with the Rock, uh, or the wrestling, and the name of it I can never pronounce. I think it's Tuskingi or something along those lines. Forgive me. Um, it's okay. Braga, Brian Braga wanted to call it Arena until someone told him there's actually already a Star Trek episode called that. So Brian Braga, you know he and and to his credit, he has never claimed being an original series aficionado. That was more Ronald D. Morse thing. So uh, not gonna That's, yeah. not gonna hold that against him for not knowing. Uh, but nope. this one, uh, I would call the contest because they kind of pit the Gorn and Captain Kirk against each other, uh, as a contest of the greatest, the two greatest warriors of your, you know, kind of what they did in Greek times. You know, you throw the two biggest warriors against each other and whoever wins that battle wins the fight. So that's what I came up with. God, but I actually, I love the title arena. I think it's simple, but perfect. But what did you come mm-hmm. up with, Ken? Yeah, I kind of pulled back from that and kind of looked at the more of the macro and came up with battle lines. Battle lines, okay. Yeah. yeah. But yours works. Hmm. I like yours better. But we're going to... In contest? No, I like yours okay. better. I like I like battle lines. All right, there it is. Because, you know, it's about borders and stuff, you know, because they, we violated their border when they didn't know. So I think it's appropriate. Uh Okay. There's also an episode called D- of D Space Nine called Battle Lines, but I don't know if it's one word or two. I think it might be Ooh, one word. What if, <laughs> what if we went line in the sand? Line in the sand. Because they kind of fighting in desert yeah, the, type of environment. Cestus three and that planetoid are both sandy locations. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I think a lot of people think that that is Cestus three, like where Kirk and the Gorn fight and Vasquez rocks. I'm like, no, that's a, that's a planetoid somewhere. The Metron. That's right. Too. It's not yeah. Cestus three. Um, so yeah, okay. Okay, let, let's go with line in the sand. I like that. Uh, because, okay. Because the line must be drawn here, Ken. <laughs> it must. <laughs> Very good. All right. So the okay. alternative factor, Ken. What have you got for this one? All right. First, here is my joke title: Hooray for Bichet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but. Um... Uh, the, uh, was, <laughs> the only other thing I could come up with was um, the strobe. The strobe because of the hall. <laughs> okay. I, I think yeah. I think mine is perfect. I think it's a slam dunk. Okay. Lazarus. Yep. Right? Slam dunk. <laughs> That's all you need. What of Lazarus, kid? I mean, they even say it in the episode. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's a famous name anyway. Right. So right. Exactly. It makes sense to me. Yeah. It. It. it um, mm-hmm. It, it it brings about, you know, thoughts of, of greater things when you hear Lazarus because if it's connected, obviously, the biblical reference. So uh, what of Lazarus indeed? And there, you know, there's two of them. It's all about him. So to me, that was a slam dunk alternate title. Um, and, and it honestly makes more sense than, than the alternative factor, in my opinion. But anyway, not, not a lot makes sense about that episode, not even the title. So moving on, <laughs> moving on to episode 20. <laughs> Tomorrow is yesterday. Uh, so for this one... It's tough because this is one of those titles that's like there's a lot of there's a lot of titles like this in Star Trek. There's all our yesterdays, their return to tomorrow. Um Right. And I, I'm I'm struggling. I really would I really did struggle with this one. Um but I would have called it 
back there. Back there. Because that is also a a Twilight Zone episode title. That's the best thing I can think of. So <laughs> that's all I got, Kim. What what do you have for this episode? I'm sure it's better than mine because I really struggled uh, with this one. No, I, I struggled too. I, mine's not great, but I just had time snap. I, I don't know why. Time but that's snap. Kind of just yeah, you kind of get thrown into it. It's it's I don't know. It, it's a hard one. So we'll have to go with yours because mine's terrible. <laughs> I mean, no, it's not terrible. Um, hmm. they call it Black Star because they fall into a black star that we never see. This is one, you know, I don't, you know, yeah, I'm not crazy about either of our tells. And once again, I'm borrowing from other things I know. Let, let's let, let's try to hash this out real quick. What, what have we got here? We got you go back in time to the 60s. Um, mm-hmm. huh. I mean, it's the first episode that really had time travel, so that really tomorrow's yesterday, like that, that, that says that says time travel right there, like it's a great title. For this episode, uh, so it's tough to think of another one. Um, I don't know. I got nothing. Maybe we just go with it's. It's a it's a tough one because it's a great title. It's, it's great simple, title. and I'm trying to think. You know, you can play with the same words, like you, you know, um, you know, you have, you have Back to the Future. You have that play <laughs> yeah. with that that movie, right? right. Um, and it's it, you could you could kind of go, you know. Um, I'm, I'm Future's past, I'm thinking something day, like that. Days of yeah. Future Past, right? Uh, there, mm-hmm. there's a Voyager episode. I'm sorry, there's an Enterprise episode called Future Tense. Mm-hmm. There's a D Space Nine episode called Past Tense. You know, you get you get down the line here. Uh, I don't want to keep bog- this. This is the one. This is really getting us here, man. Of all the episodes, this is the one we really uh, mm-hmm. uh, bumping the road here. But uh, let's. Uh, hmm. A trip through time. <laughs> I just don't know. Uh, out of place. Out of time. Out of time. Out of t- there. It is. Out of time. Out there of you time. Go. Out of time. There we go. I had to brainstorm that one a little bit, folks. Okay. We got it. Out of time. Out of time. Okay. Clever. I like that. I believe that's a Denzel Washington movie too. Uh, now that I think about it. But anyway, moving time. on. <laughs> that's okay. Episode twenty-one, the return. Of the Archons. Kim, what do you have for this one? Oh, I just had the cult. The cult. Okay. Mm-hmm. Appropriate. Makes sense. I had Archons. Archons. So I think okay. either one of these is good. I will, I will defer to your judgment, sir. Um, I like the cult. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Archons is too bonk-bonk on the head, I think. That's right. So the cult yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, the cult. Yes, I think that's appropriate because that I mean that's exactly that's exactly what it is. So, so mm-hmm. episode twenty-two, a taste of Armageddon. Wow, I mean this is like this is like poetry in a title. Right, I feel so bad <laughs> retitling um, this one. You know, I wanted to keep like war in there somewhere, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it, it's not a real war. Um. I would maybe call it like War of Lies or something like that. Like I didn't, I really, I wanted to keep War in there. That's all I knew. But War of Lies right. is all I got. What, what, what do you got, Ken? Maybe we can figure this out together. I, I had, well, I, I had a couple that I was thinking of, but both involve war. Mm-hmm. One is um, War isn't pretty, or War is hell. Um, you know, because they were trying to do this this sanitary way of fighting a war, and that's why I was like, okay, how do we, how do we just flip it and. Um, you know, and, and get to the point here. 
Um, so that's why I was at war as hell, something like that. Right, well, I, I don't know. We, we were both thinking of the uh, the war word in there, so we're on the same track. Let's, let's go with war as hell. Um, well, war isn't pretty. I don't know. <laughs> that just uh, even yeah, in the Bourbon era, doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't strike me. Nice. <laughs> but it, yeah, but it, it it's it, that is it's very directly it it, it relates better mm-hmm. um, to what the subject is, but it doesn't sound. It doesn't sound very good. So no, I'm with you. War is hell, you know, and maybe it's it's war with the, the capital is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and, emphasize, emphasize, underline hell, something. I don't know. <laughs> and and, and this, this is a term you use all the time on the podcast, like putting your foot through a Picasso. Right. And although we, we're choosing to do yeah. this, this is the whole this is the whole point. Like, I feel like we're putting our foot through so many Picassos as we chase the oh, yes. titles of these great episodes. Yes. So. Yes. We, yes. We are, we are definitely doing that over and over again. Yes. So here we go, episode 23, Space Seed. What have you got for this one, Ken? Um, I had a, a King from the Past. Oh, okay. See, I had Out of the Past. So very similar. Out of the Past. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that works. Out of the Past. I like that one better. Because mm-hmm. he said, was he a king? He was you a know. prince, actually. Okay. With power over millions. No. <laughs> <laughs> on earth he was a prince yes fair enough Two 200 okay. years ago apparently again no one kurt told khan yeah about 200 years no one updated him like actually he was wrong he about 300 years you know when he woke up yeah so all those years later he's still thinking it's like it's 2166 when it's really 2266 but i like out of the past i think it, it you know khan the ship you know his just what he's all about they're talking about the past a lot i think that it's 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 poetic but it's also you know I could see that as a title in the Berman era, if you will. Mm-hmm. I like it. Okay. So moving on to episode 24, This Side of Paradise. And I'm going to cheat like I did before, because I've been cheating this entire time. Uh, but uh, I cheated. Changed the conditions of the test. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so The Way of the Spores, I'm going to call that, because that was the original title for the episode, and they eventually changed it. I kind of like that one, The Way of the Spores. Um but is it too poetic, Ken? That's the, I might that might be the problem. The way of the spores. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's 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 good. That's good. I you know I, I really couldn't again because these titles are so good. Um, it's like how do how do I wreck this and still get across where we're going to be? But you know I I, I had like the um, um, I had Eden. That's what I kept thinking of was Eden. Mm. So do I. You know, um, or, or, or new uh, Eden because of the spores, because you have Garden <laughs> of Eden type of thing, you know, or new Eden, Ken. New Eden, Garden of Eden, something with the spores. But yeah, I, yeah, no, I'm good. The way of the spores, it, it, it works, definitely works. I, I, you know, you can, I could see that popping up on a on a TNG episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. So coming down to the the home stretch here, episode twenty five. Mm-hmm. The Devil in the Dark. Another very poetic, great title, Ken. How are you going to Bermanize it? <laughs> oh man, I, I was um, I was struggling with this one. So what what I have here is um, the mysterious monster. <laughs> the mysterious monster. <laughs> that that sounds like a children's book, Ken. <laughs> yep. Oh, I wrecked this beautiful title. This one has not only did I step through a Picasso, I set it on fire and um, and put it out with uh, with 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 oil. Yeah, it's bad. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. It, this was 
it's so perfectly named. I don't. I, yeah, sorry. I just had the creature. The creature. Okay. And I feel like that's that would be more of an episode title than yours. So, if do you agree? Oh yeah, much much better. My, mine sucked. Yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. Sometimes you just gotta say, you know, I, I never claim to be creative. Um, uh, so you know, we we've hit a couple of things here, but that that to me makes the creature makes sense. Anything along those lines makes sense. I, I was, you know, I don't know. The the creature is good because you hear creature, you think evil. I was thinking monster, you think evil. And it doesn't set you up for that twist. Mm-hmm. Right? Like Devil in the Dark does not set you up for that twist. No, not at all. You think this is a bad thing, you know. So, no, yours works. All right, there you have it. Now, Errand of Mercy, this being the first episode of the Klingons, um... This one was tough because, it, again, a beautiful title. Um, and it being the first appearance of the Klingons and Korra and all that, uh, I would have called it Occupation because they, they're occupying Organia. So that's what I came up with. What about you? Yeah, it, it, that's Occupation. Huh. Yeah, I, I like that. It, it seems to seems to fit. I kept playing around with um, the fact that they were they were trapped down there as well. And so, you know, I was thinking of, you know, gorillas, like guerrilla warfare, mm. um, you know, that type of thing. But I, I like occupation. I think um, the title's spot on and, and it works. It also doesn't hint of anything because, again, Errand of Mercy, beautiful title, just phenomenal. So I'm with you. All right. Second to last one. My favorite title of the, of the season, The City on mm-hmm. the Edge of Forever. What have you got for us, Ken? Uh, again, a, another another difficult one. Um, uh, goodness, I, I guess the only thing I can really come up with here is um, um, the past is the past. Something very simple. As for me, I came up with the tides of time because they talk tides about it in the episode time. like time is uh, time is a river, and there's like you know current and eddies and things like that and i wanted to keep some of the okay. some of the poetry of the original what, what, what do you think nah <laughs> <laughs> because it's so obvious that we missed it it should be the guardian oh you're right or it could just be forever but <laughs> I, I you're right i think the guardian you're, that's absolutely what i would have called it or so, that would have been that would have been what berman would have called it, yes, the, guardian. the guardian and it would have been yeah, it would have been just, you know, it's just mysterious enough. We're like, what does that mean? You know, how does that work? Right. All right. So the Guardian. We've gone from the city on the edge of forever to the Guardian. All right. So mm-hmm. this is it. The, the season finale, the 28th or 29th episode, depending on how you're looking at it, uh, or 30th, really depending on how you're looking at it. If, if, if you count the cage and the menagerie is two, this is the 30th episode of the first season of Star Trek. So Operation... Annihilate. Mm-hmm. What'd you come up with? I was gonna call this one the Swarm, although I know there's a Voyager the episode swarm. called the Swarm, so that is kind of cheating. But I've been cheating this entire time by getting inspiration from other Star Trek episodes and other stories and movies. So I'm gonna go with the Swarm. What about you? No, I, I like that. It's been it. Mine was Sting. So Sting. yeah, I like it. <laughs> um, yeah. I like it. The swarm works. It it actually fits. I mean, I, you know, there's 
I was trying to keep it simple because you could play with the words with annihilate, but I was thinking what, you know, mutually assured destruction, things like, which it isn't. Um, You know, I was just trying to think of what are some of the terms we have, but no, that's, I like that. Very good. Very good, Zach. A swarm it is. And yes, and, Swarm you know, people, it's really easy to say, like, Voyager and Enterprise have these boring titles, but let's not forget, like, the third season of The Next Generation. There's, like, that middle third. It's, like, ten episodes in a row where it's, like, the blank, the blank, the blank, you know, like, the enemy, you know, et cetera, the vengeance factor, the price, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So it started all the way back then. Uh, but there, there you have it. So we have we have successfully retitled, or you know, unsuccessfully, depending on how you look at it, uh, retitled uh, the first season of the original series. Ken, I'm going to run down the list. What do you think? Let's go for it, Zach. Let's let's hear it. So if these episodes don't get you excited about this next scene of Star Trek, I don't know what will. We have <laughs> the barrier, the bluff, cargo, dueling captains, salt, contagion. Growing Pains, The Cloak, Cloning Around, The Mind Trap, Earth 2, Final Act, Marooned, The Accused, Mutiny, Mm -hmm. Illusions, Child's Play, Line in the Sand, Lazarus, Out of Time, The Cult, War is Hell, Out of the Past, The Way of the Spores, The Creature, The Guardian, and The Swarm. So there you have it, guys. I, I got to say, reading back through those, I think there are a couple of titles that possibly are better than the original series ones. Not many. Okay, don't get me wrong. We're no Picassos ourselves here. Um, but I, I really do like uh, The Swarm. <laughs> you know, I know it's mm-hmm. fine, but like more than Operation Annihilate, because that's, that's, I just find it a ridiculous title. I mean, there's, a, there's two dashes and an exclamation little, mark on it. I mean, come on. It's a little over the top, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, that works. I, I also like Lazarus, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and dare I say I, I like Out of the Past more than Space Seed, because Space Seed is just talking about that that one line Spock says at the end, and then we actually see what the Space Seed grew into, and it was it was not what they had hoped. So, um, you know, and and, and actually, Ken, I, I really do like uh, uh, I I really do like uh, the bluff for the Corbinite maneuver. It's a little it's a little, actually a little less on the nose, <laughs> perhaps. So maybe, yeah. Maybe. I hear what you're saying, though. Um, thank you for at least choosing one of my titles. I, I figured um, I but, should have. Uh, <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, I, I said I, three I of think, mine. <laughs> I think, yes, yes. Um, you know, I guess the title of this episode would be um, Charitable Zach. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I do appreciate it. I, I The one thing I, I, I don't know if I agree with you or not is on Space Seed. Okay. And maybe because it is so indelibly stamped. And it it is damn clever. Um, so I, I hear what you're saying, but it, it, you know, you it is one of those episodes where you'd have to see it to get it for sure. Yeah, you're like, what was seed? I mean, like it, it's it could be like another this side of paradise you know, with plants or something like that. So it is interesting how we've mm-hmm. talked we've talked about titles before here on Center when we we way back. I don't know when. Or I think it was called by any other name. I think. And that, yes, it, we did. That is an episode title mm-hmm. of the original series, not one that we mentioned because it was inspired by Shakespeare, uh, as a lot of right. these titles are, right? But but we talked about confusing titles, and, and I, I think that really is mm-hmm. something that, like, you know, fans remember the titles because I mean, they are such great titles. Of, uh, and I, I think that's mm-hmm. a lost thing now. And, and I will say, um, 
I think Discovery has some great titles for episodes like Magic they to do. Make the Sanest Man Go Man, uh, Context is mm-hmm. for Kings, the the Butcher Cares Not for the uh, Lamb's Cry, you know, episodes titles like that. I mean, so I, so I really enjoy the fact that they they're kind of bringing back these flowery Shakespearean esque titles. Uh, although I wish they would show them on the screen, right? Because even in the short treks, right, they showed a title on yeah. the screen. Why don't they just show them on the real episode? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question, but I do agree with you. The um, they, they they have brought it back, which is which is good. And some of, you're right. Some of those titles are very powerful and well done. So, yeah. All right. So we've uh, we've done a good job, I think, of um, pretty much um, annihilating a lot of great titles that came <laughs> up in season one. <laughs> Yeah, well, I hope you guys enjoyed that little uh, little fun exercise in, in what if. And uh, but that's not the only thing we're talking about this week on Trek FM. Here's a quick look at what else you might have missed elsewhere on the network. Previously on Trek FM, Earl Gray. But just really in a most passionate way he could, in a compassionate manner, he he goes to him, "You are not alone. We're here to help you to do this together." And that means so much to me. Like you know, I guess being being the youngest kid in the family, so I kind of think you know that. Like, you, you don't want to be left out. So you know that feeling where no one's listening to you? But to see Picard really reach out to him, and he wants to help him with all his might, but but there's just that there, there's that divide with him not being able to speak or hear. Melodic tricks. Eventually, you know, it, it the screen goes to white, and then you cut to um, Ripley's ship that, that's been derelict for 57 years. And there's this very lonesome-sounding string melody that's playing and i don't think it's a direct lift but it's it's certainly very very similar to a piece by um arm kachaturian uh it's from a piece a suite of music called the gain ballet suite and it's an adagio the edge a star trek discovery podcast no, that we take goodbye to everybody this season. Like anyone who walked off the bridge, like if you had to go take a leak, they would like all stand up and say goodbye. It was like pathetic. The orb. Maybe we all need to be comfortable with that discomfort of hearing something that's different from what we think. So instead of attacking, instead of pushing back immediately, we could just let it go. We could say nothing or we could respond with, Hmm, that's interesting. That's not how I see it, but I didn't think about it that way either. And that's what else is happening on Trek.fm. So check out all these shows and find out what we're talking about in your favorite corner of the Star Trek universe and beyond. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts. If you're an Apple user, you can get the show on iTunes or the Apple Podcasts app. Be sure to hit the subscribe button. That helps us out greatly and makes it easier for other listeners to find the show. If you're not an Apple user, we've got you covered as well. You can find our shows on Stitcher, TuneIn, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Windows Phone, and of course, you can stream and download the MB3 file from our website and grab the RSS link as well. If you would like to get in touch with us here at Trek FM, you can always find us on trekfm slash contact and look at the sidebar on the show page, or you can go to speakpipe.com slash trekfm and please leave us a voice message. You can also contact us through Twitter at trekfm. Facebook at facebook.com slash trekfm, and the Babel Conference. Type the Babel Conference, that's B-A-B-E-L, into the search field on Facebook or go to our website at trekfm.com and click Discussion on the menu bar. 
Another way you can help us keep all of our shows coming to you each week is to become a patron of the network on Patreon. If you visit patreon.com slash trekfm, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash trekfm, you'll find our current goals and different milestone contribution levels along with all the great perks we have for you. These perks include early access to content, exclusive content, producer credits, seats on our content development team, and more. We really appreciate any support you can give us and hope you'll join the team. Again, you'll find the details at patreon.com slash trekfm. Speaking of Patreon, thank you as always to our associate producers for Standard Orbit. They are Norman C. Lau, Nick Anastasio, Tim Robertson, Richard Marquez, Corey Elrod, Dan Rhodes, and Mike Richards. Your contributions, your help, your support, they mean the world to us, and we appreciate you being associate producers on Standard Orbit. So to find me on the interwebs, you can find me on the Babel Conference. I'm there all the time, or you can find me on Twitter at BostonSCPO. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at MoronZach. That's M-O-O-R-E-O-N-Z-A-C-H. I'm also the host of my own podcast, Always Hold On to Smallville, where we talk about each and every episode of that Young Superman show. You can find us on Twitter at Always Smallville with one S. I'm also the co-host of Franchise Fatigue, a podcast where we look at sequels, remakes, movie franchises, and when a franchise gets fatigued. You can find us on Twitter at UFP Earth, part of the United Federation of Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Trekkie01D. You can also hear me talking about both Discovery and the Orville over on the Fandom Podcast Network's Discoville podcast that drops every week. So thanks for listening and join us again next time here on Trek FM for another episode of Standard Orbit. <laughs>